This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 38. Hey, Pastor, happy Monday. Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Today on Mondays, we talk about the spiritual life of a pastor. And the other day, I was with one of the guys in my church, and we talked for about an hour and a half. And one of the things that we talked about and, and, the, and what he's struggling with is something that I see pastors, ministry leaders, ordained people, it doesn't matter. So many people struggle with this. And what we talked about was the struggle with how you live with yourself, understanding that all the sin that you've committed, understanding your thoughts, your impulses, understanding your disappointments. How do you live with yourself? How do you get over your sin? And how do you get victory over it? How do you stop feeling guilty and feeling ashamed and feeling unqualified to serve? And it's one thing if you're a church member or maybe an elder, and then it's another level if you're a pastor and you're like, I if people knew my thoughts, if people understood the things that I struggle with, they wouldn't want me to be their pastor anymore. So many leaders feel that way. And so we had this conversation. And one of the things that I was trying to get him to understand was the incredible blessing of grace. And this took me a long time to figure out. It took me a long time, even when I understood it, to truly believe it, to believe it in my bones, as they say, to believe it through and through, that God, his grace, really was directed toward me and that he forgives my sins. And what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Because I still struggle with sin. I still struggle with temptation and my thoughts. I still may struggle with with anger or with uh, feelings of revenge or resentment. You know, we struggle with things. And and it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And we feel ashamed, right? We feel unqualified. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him who had no sin, to become sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Think about that verse for a little bit. I have meditated on this verse for a long time. God made him who had no sin, Jesus, we understand that, to become sin for us. Wow, what does that mean? What does that mean? At the very least, we know that he took our sins on himself. He became sin for us so that we might become, I think the NIV says, though, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We might become the righteousness of God. Okay, so let's deal with the shame, the guilt, the low self-esteem, the feelings of spiritual uh, worthlessness and unimportance, the feelings of disqualification, that we might become the righteousness of God. Now, either we have or we haven't. Okay? Right? We, we preach the, the gospel. We teach the Bible. Right, Pastor? Either we have or we haven't. Right? Either we are the righteousness of God, or at the very least, we have 
we possess, we wear, we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ, or, or we aren't. Now, which is it? And if we're clothed in the righteousness of Christ, and if our sins have been forgiven, taken away, if we've been made new, if we were indwelt by the Spirit of God, are we unqualified? Are we shameful? Should we feel guilty? What is it about sin that still holds power over us and still holds sway in our minds? What is it about sin? Could it be that the evil one just so wants us to always feel guilty and always feel dirty? Did God really say, Pastor, that you're forgiven? I mean, look, pal, look what you were thinking about yesterday. Look at the words you said to your spouse. Look at what your thoughts, where your thoughts took you yesterday. Look where they took you last night. Are, are you really so pure and holy? And I think we have to, in those moments, we have to respond to Satan with Scripture, just the way Jesus did. We have to say that, like in Galatians chapter 5, it says, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. And I'm not going to be burdened again by a yoke of bondage, pal. So don't throw that at me. Don't, don't come to me and say, did God really say? Yes, he did really say, by the way. Yes, he did. He also said that, that I was crucified with Christ. And nevertheless, I'm alive. I live. And it's not even me, but it's Christ who lives in me. And this life that you're criticizing, this, this life that you're trying to make me feel ashamed of, this life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God, who, by the way, pal, loved me and gave himself for me. So take that, Satan, and, and take it off in the woods some, somewhere and get away from me. Because you're a liar. You've been a liar from the beginning. And you, you come to steal and to kill and destroy. And you're not going to steal from me. You're not going to kill my spiritual walk with God. And you are not going to destroy my effectiveness in ministry. Because God has set me free. Because God says to me, there is therefore now no condemnation. I am not condemned because I am in Christ Jesus. In fact, in fact, he goes on to say, that there's nothing, there's nothing, Satan, that's going to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus my Lord. I have become the righteousness of God in Christ. And we look at our sin and we treat it as the snake that, that latched onto Paul's leg that, that Paul just flicked off. And, and it, the, the snake was no longer venomous. It was neutered. It was impotent. It had no power to hurt him. Sin has no power over you. You have died to sin. Why should you live any longer in it? So here's what I want to suggest to you, Pastor. If you've been feeling guilty, ashamed, if you carry guilt, you need to put sin in its place. And put Satan in his place by taking the word of God, just like Jesus did in Matthew chapter 4, and speaking God's word over yourself and against the devil and his forces. 
because there is no match for the truth of the Word of God in your life, in anybody's life. And we have to no longer focus on our sin, which we will struggle with and we will suffer with, but that's why Jesus died on the cross. And we minimize, we minimize the suffering of the Savior when we say, oh, that wasn't good enough. It doesn't really take my sin away. Yes, it does. Yes, it does take your sin away. And you don't have to be burdened with it anymore. So, Pastor, oh, man, I'm just so desirous so that you would be free, that you would be free. Are you going to sin? Yes, because you're in the flesh. But that's why Jesus died. Do not allow sin to have power over you. It no longer has any hold on you. Walk in your freedom in Christ. Now, I want to suggest to you a YouTube video. It's one of my favorites. The name of the video is called Two Roads. And the owner of this uh, YouTube channel is the one word now, one word, true, T-R-U-E, and then face, F-A-C-E. True Face is the owner of the video, right? It's a ministry, the True Face ministry. And the name of the video is Two Roads. My friend John Lynch will talk you through this in about six or seven minutes, shorter than the time I've taken today. Oh, he's just got a masterful way of talking about the grace of God. I encourage you to listen to it. Two Roads by True Face Ministry. That's the YouTube channel. And the guy's name is John Lynch. Go ahead and listen to it, and I'll catch you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.